Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast by Opus Partners. I'm your host, Stephen Knight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we're talking about how cash flow has changed over the years. So then versus now. I had a list of the show message in and say, hey, Edit Andrew, recently found your content. I'm aware that most, if not all, investment properties are negatively geared currently, assuming you borrow all of the money. But I'm wondering if there have been times in recent history, say in the last 10 years, where a new build property has been cash flow positive from the outset. Also interested in some numbers if interest rates were about 4.5% in the coming years, what it kind of looks like. And one of the things that's interesting is that over the last four years that we've been recording this show, cash flow really has changed. So what I've done is I've looked at investment properties we'd recommended to people six years ago, and we're comparing what the cash flow actually was. So Andrew, though, we're sitting here in September 2023, the cash flow top up on a new build is, you know, what are we looking at? $350 to $500 a week probably at the moment. It's expensive. It is expensive right now. And that's because interest rates are high. And so the rent isn't covering all of the expenses. Of course, if you put it in a massive cash deposit, that would be lower. But let's walk through the last six years. So we're going to jump in our time machine. Go on, make now, the sound. Okay, fine. You know I love it. Yep. And we're now in the year 2015. Look oh, how young we look. Ago. Yeah, gosh, don't we look good? I'm not even at Opus Partners yet. <laughs> um, That's so, why you don't look so stressed and old. So what's going on with interest rates in 2018? What does the cash flow look like? So yeah, interest rates were sitting around the 4.2 mark. Oh, 4.2. And then that was going to seem high in a few years' time. Spoiler alert. Anyway, the average price in New Zealand was $675,000. That's 25% cheaper than it is today. Currently, it's about 900000 Oh, that's good. Those were the good old days. Oh, wait, I've got something even more for you. You still had the ability to get a tax refund on your rental properties. Yeah, so this was the good old days when if your property lost money from a tax perspective, you could say, oh, well, I've earned $100,000 in my job but I've lost $10,000 on my property, so I can get back the tax that I paid on that $10,000 from a job. Yeah, so you might go three and a half grand back, and then you put that towards funding your rental property. Oh, those were the good old <sighs> days. So we're looking at an investor you were working with at the time. What sort of property were they buying? So it was a Christchurch property, $500,000, and it was renting for $500 a week rent. That was pretty normal back then, about a 5% yield. I remember when we first started this podcast, Pretty much all of the examples was a 500k property yeah. renting for $500 a week. So what was the top up on that? The top up per week on that was $57 a week. 57 bucks to own a brand new rental property. Well, especially we consider how much it would have gone up in value. So you would have been investing $57 a week, assuming you'd borrowed all of the money to top that property up. That's after you got your tax refund. Cool. We're jumping back at the time machine. Whoa, it's, it's wearing up. And we're now at September 2019. What's going on? Well, who's this new person that joined Opus? Oh, we're, we're starting a podcast. <laughs> Ed's now joined the team. The average one-year interest rate, now 3.6%. It dropped, didn't it? Oh, average prices have climbed $16,000, so they're now sitting at 691000 So if your house in 2018 followed the average house, you'd put in 2700 for top-ups, but you've made $16,000 in capital growth. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's an average. The numbers are a bit different, but you'd made some money. And, you know, the capital gains there, 16 grand, much higher than that cash flow top up. And that same property, you're probably now buying, these, by the way, were Rolleston houses back then, $535,000, so it had gone up 35000 but you're renting at five twenty a week. So same yield, interest rate even lower, so 3.75. Your cost per week, if you're getting in now, is $49. Now, what's interesting is at that point, interest rates had gone down by 0.6% or by your numbers, you're using a slightly higher interest rate. But because we'd seen a change in the tax laws, you could no longer do what we described in the past and get that tax credit. There wasn't that much change in the top up. So it was still around 49, 50 bucks a week was still pretty standard at that time. And that kind of shows you that multiple things can change. Okay, so we're still at about 49 bucks. We're going to jump in the time machine. Here we go. And we've skipped forward another year. It's now September 2020. You're looking at you're dressing a bit snappier now, and you're going to the gym. Oh, no, you're not going no, to the gym. No, I wasn't going yet, to the gym. No, yet. no I you're was, just I, dressing a bit better and getting a haircut more frequently. Well, actually, I was very skinny at that point because <laughs> we'd just been in the COVID lockdowns and I was running every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'd had the COVID lockdowns. Average one year interest rate, 2.6%. Those Crazy. were the days. Holy moly. And the property market is, as we say, going off like a frog in a sock. Property prices As have... I say, not you. Oh, what a load of rubbish. I taught you that no, saying. what a load of rubbish. Any of the long-term podcast listeners, go back and find when I first say it and send it in to me and prove them wrong. <laughs> Property prices have jumped a massive $52,000. So if you put in your $2,600 a year as top-ups, now you've just made 52000 Again, depending on what property you bought. but No, every property. Amazing. <laughs> Andrew Nickel. But it is amazing if you think, let's say you did put in $2,600 in cash flow over the last year and you made fifty two grand. In that specific year, you'd basically made 20 times your money in capital gains. Oh, that was great. Now, let's look at the sort of property an investor could have purchased at that time in September 2020. You're actually still able to get a reasonable deal back then. I mean, look, everything's reasonable when you look backwards, but. You know, a two-bedroom townhouse in relatively central Christchurch you were getting for $449,000. $449,000. Those were the days. Oh. You wouldn't be able to buy that for five. But those were the days always. In the, like, when you look back, it's always those were the days. Anyway, the interest rates were 2.5%. Your rent was four fifty a week, so you're about a 5.2% yield. You're now cash flow positive $60 a week. Yeah, and that's, that's paying for your other property if you bought both of them. That's definitely true. That's pre-tax, just so we're clear, but you could offset it yep. with another property. It's amazing you look back now, and I remember thinking back in 2019, oh, I wonder how much house prices are going to go up. And you always think that. You're always sitting there thinking, oh, I wonder how much it's going to go up. And then when you're two years ahead and I've gone up, you think, oh, that was so bloody obvious. I should have bought more at the time. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's so interesting you go back. That was such a no-brainer there. Of course, what's important to know, we're about to get into some gears where top-ups went up. But all of these people, I mean, if you purchase when it was $49 top-up a week, you've potentially got a higher top-up now as interest rates rise as well. That doesn't mean that your top-up at that specific year was going to be low forever. No. But let's jump at the time machine again. We're going to leave 2020. And we're now in September 2021. What's going on, Andrew? Average interest rates now for one year are 2.5%. So they'd gone down a bit, but then came back up. Interest deductibility rules have been introduced. Dun, dun, dun. So that obviously had a major impact on any existing properties that you'd own. Property prices 
on the other hand, have gone up $207,000. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I expected you to have a big song and dance about that. $207,000. How long does it take you to go to work, save your money, and put that money aside? My whole life. (laughs) (laughs) The way I spend my whole life. (laughs) How much am I keeping saying? Let me check. Yeah, that's amazing. So if you'd made zero top-ups because your property was positively geared, you had an extra $3,000 in the bank because that was your surplus after paying your mortgage, plus you made $207,000 in capital growth, that's two hundred and ten. you're better off. Yeah, that was a great time to invest back then. But what's interesting is the sort of properties you're investing in. So that same two-bedroom townhouse in Christchurch, last year in 2020, you were buying it for kind of four fifty. I looked at some that you were recommending to investors at the time. Andrew, six seventy was the price there. It had jumped yeah. by about two hundred and twenty k. I remember that time. Property prices for for two bed townhouses were going out the gate. They were. What, what was the kind of rent? What was the interest rate? A uh, rent was four fifty a week still, so about three and a half percent yield now. So massively down. Interest rates about three percent. So now you have got a top up of about one hundred and ten dollars a week if you're buying that. Now some were lower, especially in Auckland when house prices hadn't gone up quite as much, but some were still around $50 a week, depending on what you were buying. Now, property prices at this stage are very high, or they feel very high at that stage. The gross yields are very, very low, but we were able to tolerate that because so were interest rates. And what was interesting is at that point, a lot of banks, economists, the Reserve Bank and the Treasury, and pretty much everybody was expecting that interest rates would only slowly increase over time. But let's skip forward another year, and we're going to get to September 2022. Oh, we're looking old now, mate. And what's happening? Property prices are still up a bit, another $23,000, but you've put in a bit more cash flow, maybe $5,000 a year. Interest rates are rising, and they're rising relatively quickly at this stage. Average one-year rate, now 5%, up 1.5%. In a single year, that's a lot. What sort of property are we buying at that point in time, and what sort of yield are we looking at? So let's take a Rolleston house again, because we used it right at the start. So a four-bedroom house in Rolleston now, you're looking at around about $820,000. Rent's up a bit, $675 a week, so 4.3% yield, so not a bad yield. Your weekly top-up, is about $340 a week. So, yeah, it's getting up there compared to the $57 a week that we said at the start, or $47 a week, whatever it was. And that's because you've still got high house prices and interest rates are starting to creep up there. That's where you get to that $340. What's really interesting is back in 2018, you were buying a four-bedroom Rolleston house for $515K. Mm. At this point, it's jumped by $300,000. So if you'd got in back then, there was this opportunity to make a significant amount in quite a short period. Of course, you couldn't see it at the time. Nobody knew that was going to happen at the time, but the people who had the gumption to actually go ahead and invest, they're the ones who got the benefits. And we're going to skip forward another year. Have you started going to the gym, mate? Oh, thank you, Andrew. I get off work at 5pm. We're now in September 2023, and what's gone on now? So interest rates have gone from 5% to just over 7%. Property prices are down about $64,000, according to CoreLogic. And you're now topping up about $17,000 a year. It's not been great over the last 12 months. We are all looking a little bit older because of those interest rates. Yeah, the high interest rates, the falling property prices, depending on where you got in, some of us have been 
hit pretty hard. What sort of property, if we were to buy it today, settle it, you know, it's not under construction, what sort of property might we buy? What would we pay for it? And, you know, what's the top up going to be? Well, there were some really interesting ones just recently that our team were recommending. So these were massive townhouses, two-bedroom townhouses for $659,000. They're very good value for Auckland. Rent, Six twenty-five a week, so a, a whopping four point nine percent yield. That's the interesting thing that I'm noticing at the moment. Yields in Auckland are really starting to come back, which is great. The interest rate might be seven point one percent, but the top up there, it's still punchy. So you're buying a cheap property, but five hundred and twelve dollars per week top up. Yeah, if you were to buy that today and, and settle it. Now, what's important to recognise is that since last year, the top ups have gone up by. Depending on where you're buying, you know, somewhere between 50, maybe up to 100 bucks a week. And it's not as much as you might have thought in terms of between last year, 2022, and this year. And the reason is because interest rates have gone up, but purchase prices have come down to compensate. And even if we were to skip back to 2018, a lot of the new builds you were purchasing at that time wouldn't have got a 4.9% gross yield. That's right. So the yields are higher, but because the interest rates are very high, that's the reason why you see the top-ups high. What's important to recognise is there are only three things that really meaningfully impact your cash flow on an investment. The original purchase price, the interest rate, and then the rent. Now, the one you can really control is the first one, purchase price. Over time, rents are going to change. You can't really control what's going to happen to the rental market. Maybe you could do some renovations, but once you've done them, you can't on an ongoing basis really control the rent. As long as you're increasing it, the market's going to do what it does. The interest rate, again, you can't really control that. It's going to go up, it's going to go down. So even if you purchase back in 2018, you still have to face the high interest rate today, just as everybody else has. But the thing you did control in 2018 was the purchase price. So if you purchased for $500,000, you know, now you might be paying a 7% interest rate on that, but you purchased the property for $500,000, whereas if somebody was to buy the same property today, it might be $770,000. So somebody purchasing it today would have to borrow an extra $220,000. Because they're carrying that extra debt, they've got to pay more interest on it. Is so, that similar to $270,000? Oh, did I say two twenty? Yeah. yeah, I messed it up. Uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> let me go back and do it again. No, but, mate, you can't go back in the time machine and change it. <laughs> they know you messed up. And so for me, everything's about how early you lock the purchase price in. If you yeah. believe that prices are going to go up over time, you want to lock in as early as possible so that you know that your mortgage isn't going to increase over time. But what do we know is going to increase? Probably property prices over time, but also rents. And so the people who purchased six years ago, have not just got the benefit of increasing property prices, but also that increasing rent from what they originally locked in at. And Andrew, let's just wrap it up by saying, what happens if the interest rate fell to 4.5%? So if you bought that property that I just mentioned before, that Auckland two-bedroom townhouse, yeah, your contributions are a little over $500 a week now. That is quite painful. You do have to make a, a serious commitment to doing that. But when interest rates get down to 4.5%, again, which they will at some stage, that contribution now drops down to $181 a week. And again, that's working on the same rent as today. Yeah, working so, on those same assumptions. So all things being equal other than the interest rate, you're less than $200 a week. So that, that makes quite a big difference to your contribution. And then, of course, as time goes on, as Ed mentioned before, rent will go up as well. Is there ever a time where you've been in the industry, Andrew, where a top-up for a property in Auckland might have been $200 a week? Oh, yeah. I always used to say it was about $300 a week. 
When was that? Oh, I don't know, five years ago. Everything's five years ago, mate, in my head. It wouldn't have been five years no. ago because five years ago. All right, well, I gave you the number. If you don't like the number, don't ask. Well, I've already proved you wrong is the issue. Oh, 2014 maybe then. Yeah, okay. Let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. really does help us get the message out to more people. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Steve McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. We're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics, and insights to help you get the most out of the property market. Until next time.